0: Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ladies Power Lunch. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to talk about something that a lot of us... I don't know, we like to keep that one in the background. We don't want to think about retirement. But what if, what if, guys, we could think about retirement in a way that was fair free? What if we were able to embrace the idea of being totally, really, really fulfilled with our retirement without having any fear surrounding that conversation. So I have a fantastic financial expert with us this morning. That's Jackie. Many of you know her. And we're going to have her introduce herself in just a moment. But I'm very quickly going to go around the room. I'm going to invite you to say three things. Who are you? What's your business? Very briefly, because we want to give Jackie enough time to dive into what she needs to teach us this morning. So who are you? What's your business? And then the third thing, what made you join us today on this wonderful call? Okay, so Kathy, welcome. Great to see you. Can you just share with everybody? Who are you? What's your business? And
2: why are you here? My name is Kathy Sterling. And I represent Takara. Some of you I know are familiar with Takara. It's a jewelry company out of Canada that has some pretty amazing items. I work with Dana Culligan, who is a good friend. And I am here today out of, more out of curiosity. I am retired. So I just thought, you know, I'm going to catch this one and see what what I did wrong. <laughs> Well, we're not here to make you wrong, Kathy. We're here to I make know. you
1: right, make your retirement <laughs> even better. How about that? Jamie, welcome. So good to see your shining face. Tell us who you are, what you do, and why you decided to show up with us today.
2: Yeah. So my name is Jamie Williams and the name of my business is Coordinated Creativity Virtual Solutions. I am an online business manager and I came on the call today because I know that Jackie is such a great resource. And as someone who is still working a nine to five and I have my business on the side, which, you know, who knows how long that will be for. Hopefully that will eventually switch at some point, but I think now is the time for me to learn how to make that switch in my retirement because I'm so used to having the conventional 401k through my employer. And if I no longer have a, you know, a regular employer and I'm working on my own, I want to set myself up for success now before I make that switch. So I'm excited to be
1: here. That's a great reason to join. And a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs will be able to identify with that for sure. So thanks for representing. Dear Elizabeth, welcome. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Hill and I am the publisher and CEO at uh, Greenheart Living and Greenheart Living Press. I am here because Jackie Baldwin is one of my dear friends and my financial advisor. I'm here because, Dr. Davia, you're one of my dear friends as well and really a mentor to me. And the more that I can spend time with both of you and learn how to do things in an aligned, I think of it as like financially aligned, spiritually aligned way, I want to be in that space. So thank you for creating this. So I feel like we have some amazing people here in the room. In addition, of course, to our friends who've joined us over on Facebook. We have the bling, which life is just not the same without it. Let's face it. We have an OBM who is the person everybody needs. I mean, don't try to do this all on your own. Definitely work with somebody who can support you on that. We have a publisher, tell your story. And we have my dear friend, Suzanne, who is a psychotherapist, and we all need to, everybody, listen, everybody needs to talk to somebody. Suzanne, can you share with everybody who you are, what you do, and why you joined us today?
0: Sure, I'm so, I'm really excited to be here. Great, great group of people. I just, I just love Jackie, and um, I am a psychotherapist, and I work with people on just resolving their limiting beliefs, and one of the limiting beliefs I have comes into play when it comes to money. So I'm trying to work on developing a better money management in my life and get support for that because I do believe that we need support to learn and grow in all these different ways. So thank you for hosting this and I'm excited to be here.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Suzanne. I want to introduce Jackie. Jackie, will you share with everybody who you are and what it is that you do in the world?
2: I would be honored to. So I am Jackie Baldwin, and I am a financial advisor, and I have been in the business since I was two years old, just kidding, since 1986. So I've seen a lot of transitions within the financial arena. I've seen a lot of ups and downs in the markets, starting with 1987. So I feel like I'm really honed with a lot of experience. And I'm tempered, shall I say. So not a lot affects me in a negative way. So that fear of money and investing and working with people, you know, that's kind of been borne out through all of my experience and seeing, seeing how things work. So through my own personal situation a few years back with having to leave my own marriage and finding that we were in financial ruin really made me decide to to change my practice and go out on my own and focus on helping women become financially empowered. Because if that could happen to me, and I am financially knowledgeable, there are so many people out there that don't have that resource and don't know who to go to for trusted advice. So I really decided this is my passion. This is what I want. This is my give back. And I want to make sure that Other women don't end up in the same situation that I was in, or if they are, I can help them get out of that.
1: Wonderful. So Jackie, you said that you were going to share with us today, I think seven steps to Yeah, there's
2: so many, but
1: the first seven, how about that?
2: (laughs) Yes. So first of all, who here has a love hate relationship with money? And really, what does that mean? It means that we are driven between extremes. We know that we believe money is going to do a lot for us on the one hand, but that money is the root of all evil on the other hand. And so we're sitting here going, oh, I want money, but then that's the root of all evil. What am I going to do about that? So today, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that and and really how can we flip the script on that? Why don't we replace rather than looking at that money is the root of all evil. What if we actually took a look at that and substituted that belief with that money valuably spent is the root, R-O-U-T-E, of financial growth. Let me say that again. Money valuably spent is the root of financial growth. And that's really important to think about. So we need to look at money in a very positive way. There's a a very famous economist, entrepreneur, Robert Babson, from the first half of the 20th century, um, late 1800s, early 1900s there. Um, And so I love what he says, and that is that we need to tell our dollars where to go instead of asking them where they went. So that's really kind of like step number two. And to that end, when we talk about that, that gets into how are we gonna know where our dollars are being spent? We need to have a budget. And I know a lot of people say, ooh, budget, ugh, feels like diet. But having a budget and then living by that budget is really key to knowing where your dollars are going. So for example, how many of us have monthly subscriptions to things, right? The money just comes right out of our account on a monthly basis automatically. How many times have you seen something that comes up and says, 30-day free trial? So to get that 30-day free trial, we put in our bank account information, our credit card information, and we are all excited because now we get this 30-day free trial and we forget about it. So we need to kind of take a look at that because sometimes when I go through people's budgets, we mark down all the things that people are spending. And I say, okay, well, therefore you should have X number of dollars left. And that's what we're going to work toward putting toward a retirement or anything like that. And they go, well, I don't have that amount left every month. So then we need to go back through and really say, well, where did all those dollars go? And we, not, we don't want to say, well, where did they, where did they go? We want to now redirect and make sure that they're going where we're, we're going to tell them where to go. So that means that we need to really go through and say, okay, all these dollars went here, 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 here. Yep, those dollars. I'm going to tell those dollars they need to go to a number of different softwares that I need to run my business. But then I had a number of um, subscriptions that I'm not using for movies. You know, I wanted to see one free mo- one movie, so I signed up for some, you know, streaming service that that I forgot about. I realized I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, there's like 20 bucks right there that went. I didn't get to tell them where to go. So I stopped that and then redirected those money, those dollars somewhere else. So that's what I mean by we need to know where our dollars are going. We need to tell them where to go and not be trying to find out where they went later. So by going through and the easiest way to do that really is to just simply go back three months, go through your credit card statements, your debit card, you know your bank statements. It'll take you a little bit of time, but every one of those dollars should be accounted for in your budget. And that's where you're gonna find the hole in your bucket. Once you've found that hole, you can seal it up, take those dollars that went somewhere you didn't know where they went and redirect them. And you'd be amazed. You can find $50, $100, $200 a month extra that you thought you never had. And then you can redirect those toward something valuable for you, like your retirement. So enough about budgets, but I can help you with setting that up. I have a simple spreadsheet and we can walk through that. Another thing is that you really do, in order to be successful and live without fear, one of the biggest things that I hear from people is, oh my gosh, I've got debt. And then you start saying, well, I want to save more money, but my debt is so big. And it just, sometimes it escalates. So one of the key things you want to do too, is to kind of bring down your debt, because those are dollars that are going places that you've already spent. You don't even remember some of those things anymore that you bought. So if we can start whittling that down on a very conscientious basis, maybe the $50 you found that were going somewhere else that you weren't enjoying, put those toward the debt. And eventually that's going to come down to, you want to also have what we call the contingency plan, an emergency plan. That's really important. People lose sleep at night because they worry about the markets. They worry about for entrepreneurs. What if my income didn't come in next month that I was hoping for? Then you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, now what do I do? I'm panic stricken. Or what happens if you're in a car accident or you get hurt? and you can't work. We need to have contingency plans set up. I like to call it the belts and suspenders approach. So, you know, when you do that, then you can sleep at night because you say, all right, if the market goes down, it's okay, because I've got money saved over here for that. But I don't have to worry about what the market went down because I got money that isn't in the market over here. And I work with people on that. If I can't work, it's okay because I have, guess what? I have a way that I have a policy that's going to pay me if I can't work. Wouldn't that be nice? Keep my business going. I have contingency plans. I have enough emergency savings so that when the pandemic hit back in March, I had clients that lost their jobs. I had one in particular, she was a server. She was making six figures as a server. Pretty fantastic. But all of a sudden she's like, all the restaurants shut down. It was no fault of hers. She couldn't work any longer. That was where she was providing for her family. But because she had emergency savings, it got her through until unemployment kicked in because unemployment didn't turn on like that. So she was fine. She called me up. She goes, I don't know what to do. I said, remember, we have this emergency plan in place. And so she was able to get through and keep her family intact, not worry about anything. When we have all of these things in place, it makes us feel to sleep at night. And then money isn't controlling us. We're controlling the money. We're telling the money where to go. It's always so key. So we want to try to eliminate how much debt we have because we don't want a lot of fixed expenses. When you have debt, you've automatically increased your fixed expenses. We want to also get in the habit. You are valuable. You need to learn how to pay yourself first. You pay all these other professionals in your life. And that's wonderful. And I do as well. But you need to be able to pay yourself first so that you have an opportunity to retire when you want to. And the earlier that you start paying yourself first in small amounts, you're going to be amazed. For example, let me just throw this one out for you. You could put in... $6,000 Six, thousand dollars a year, which is the maximum amount that you can put into a Roth IRA. You put that money in there for 30 years till you retire. $6,000, It's not that bad. In 30 years, if you put that into a moderate growth type of allocation, you put in about 100, I think the math is 180,000, it's grown to 1.1 million, 500 a month. So if we have that, say, okay, I can't do that right now. You'd still have well over 500,000. So smaller amounts put to weigh on a consistent basis. Just like, oh, so you didn't realize all those little automatic payments you had going out the door. This is just another automatic payment, but this one's you're paying yourself first. So you're not gonna miss it. Once you get it set up, you're not gonna miss it. It's just gonna come out for you. But what you are gonna see is you're going to get a statement every month and it's going to show this balance growing for you for retirement. And again, you're telling your dollars where to go. So these are the things that you want to be doing now, as far as saving for retirement, you can start with $50 a month. That seems pretty reasonable. And if you did that starting right now, the big thing is to not wait. So I cannot tell you how many people say, oh, I don't have enough money to work with a financial advisor. That's the last piece too, is you really do need to find a financial advisor to work with that can help you. I know enough to be dangerous about doTERRA oils or, or salt food supplements or whatever, because I can read on the online just like everybody else, but I don't know how it works for me personally. So I went to see Dr. DeVia and Dr. DeVia looked at me as an individual and as a professional, was able to line me out with the things that are right for my body. Because what's right for my body may not be right for Kathy's body. The supplements that I need might not be the supplements that Suzanne needs. So we need to work with an adv- uh, someone who's a professional that can help you as an individual know what you need to be successful. Because I, the other question I get is people say to me, well, how much do I need to save for retirement? That's a very individual scenario. Because there's a whole host of other reasons why we need to look at that, such as, do you have a pension from another employer? What's your social security going to look like? Do you have a spouse that has social security? Did you have an ex-spouse that has social security? Are you eligible for that? I bet you half the women that are divorced don't even understand that they are eligible if their spouse's social security is larger than theirs. They're eligible for that. So there's a lot of things that are very unique to an individual that we need to look at. And that's why you need to work with a financial professional that can help you unlock all those keys for you personally and what is right for you. So that's the fear piece of it. to take the fear out of financial planning. We really do need to flip that script. And once you do that, you're able to sleep better. Because remember, I've always talked about anybody that's worked with me, I call the triad of health you need to be financially healthy, physically healthy, and emotionally healthy. All three of those need to be in good, healthy situations because if they're not, they affect the other two. For example, if I am not able to work because I don't feel well, I'm not physically able to, well, that affects my financial and my emotional, right? I'm a mess because I'm worried. If I am financially not healthy, Again, I worry, I'm not sleeping, I'm probably not eating properly, so that affects the other two. And if I'm perpetually worried and anxious about things all the time, again, it's gonna prevent me from focusing on what I need to do for my job, and it's gonna make me unhealthy physically. So those three areas have got to be your top priority. And when you do that, the fear goes away. And you're like, oh, okay, now I've got a plan in place. I have all the right professionals in place to help me get there. So one of the things that people say to me is, well, okay, so I know I should be saving for retirement. Where should I be saving for retirement? I've heard social security might not even be around anymore. Well, let me tell you, I do believe social security is gonna continue. There's a lot of things that they can do to, um, I want to alleviate that fear. It may not look exactly like it does today, but that's okay, because we're all living longer. It used to be that everybody collected social security at 62. Well, now people are waiting until sometimes age 70 to collect social security. Well, we're also living a whole lot longer than we did 20, 30 years ago. There's a lot of things that they can do to keep social security going. So don't let the, what I like to call financial entertainers on TV. I have to follow compliance rules and continuing education and all of that kind of stuff. So these financial entertainers, they don't have to follow all those those guidelines. So sometimes what they're saying to you isn't quite right or it's not appropriate just for you. So social security is gonna be there in some form or, or another. A lot of times people say, well, how much money do I need to live on? Well, what it really comes down to is we need to have an income stream when you retire. How do we get an income stream? Well, social security, pensions, or you create your own pension. What does that mean? Well, my dad worked for Pratt & Whitney for, I don't know, 35 years. So between social security and a pension, my parents were golden and they had a little bit of, you know, they had some savings on top of that. Today, many employers aren't creating a pension. So we need to create our own pension when we retire. You know, a financial advisor can help you do that. But we want to make sure that what we do is we save enough money during our working years to then turn that into a lifetime income for you. When you have a lifetime income, rather than sitting here looking at, I have a million dollars and then I feel scared because I'm going to spend it down. I can't spend a dime when I get into retirement. There's this thing called scarcity, retirement mindset, and it's a scarcity in retirement. People don't want to spend money because they see this pot of money. If I told you that we can create a pension for you that you will never outlive, and we can cover all of your basic expenses in retirement, wouldn't that make you sleep better? And you'd be like, "Huh? I don't care what the market does. I'm good. All my basic expenditures are covered. And then I got this pot of money where I can have fun. I can go buy a boat. I can go travel. I can do all these things because I know that I have a lifetime income that's never going to run out. And so those are the kinds of things that we want to work toward during your working years is to be able to create this pension for you.
1: See, this is great information, Jackie. And I think even though you gave us a lot of really good information and a lot of great tips, I think the best tip that you gave us is talk to a professional because it really is not one size fits all. And what is going to be amazing for me might be very, very different for Jamie. And so there is so much value to, I think we underestimate how much we need this sort of advice. And I love that you use me as an example of why you want to go to a professional, because you know a lot. And there are lots of financial entertainers out there that share a lot of things that are not completely accurate or might not be accurate for you. So really, really is important to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, I want to just open it up really, really quickly, if everybody can stay on for another five minutes or so and open it up really quickly for any questions that you guys might have of Jackie.
0: Suzanne, what was your biggest takeaway? Yeah. I mean, I, this is so helpful, Jackie, because it makes me feel hope like, because uh, like the idea that I can create a pension and just, it's like this belief that there's not, I don't have enough money, but I think what you're talking about is looking at where your money is going. And that is really, like such an important thing. And I really resist that so much. We all have been saying that for years, make a budget, know where your money's going. And it's like, I just avoid it, but I think it's really what I need to do. And that really just decide where I want my money to go. Yes. It makes me feel more empowered what you're saying. And, and I'm definitely going to make an appointment with you (laughs) because I don't know, have the, I just don't have the skills and I need. To get help with it. So this has been, it's so helpful.
2: And I will share with you too, Suzanne, you're not alone in being afraid or not afraid, but avoiding. It really is fear though. I think when it comes down to it of creating that budget, because you're afraid like, Oh my goodness, what is it now? I'm going to have to do something with that, but it's actually so empowering. And I will walk you through that whole budget process. I'll even be your secretary. I've done it with people. I get on Zoom and I'll enter it all in for you. I'll just say, okay, get all your financials out, give them to me and I enter them in for you. And we do it together. Sometimes having somebody sit with you and just hold space with you, helps you have that courage and strength to get through it. Doing it on your own can be very frightening, but having someone sit there and say, okay, great. And nothing phases me, don't worry. I never sit there going, you spend money on what? I'm never judgmental. Never. What?
1: You needed a crystal unicorn for what? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> but I like yeah.
1: crystal yeah. unicorns.
2: <laughs> I'm here to help anybody walk through that. Cause that is it's that is probably the single most scariest part of the, starting your financial journey into to financial empowerment.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Does anybody else have any questions or Anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap up? Nope. Okay. So Jackie, final words. If we take nothing else away from your conversation today, what's the one thing that you would love for us to remember?
2: So uh, I always tell people, don't be like the person who doesn't want to hide or or cleans your house before you have the the person come in to clean your house. Right. So how right? Because we're embarrassed. Oh, I don't want them to see the dirty sink, so I better clean it. No, the people who are coming to clean your house have seen it all. And they're just coming to help you because that's what they do. So don't wait until you think that you're financially healthy or in a better spot or you don't have a messy budget or whatever. Come to a financial advisor before because that's when you need us the most, is when you are not all put together. Don't wait to be put together to come to see me.
1: Or else you'll wait forever.
2: You will wait forever. Uh, True,
1: true story. Yeah. That's the truth. I thank you so much, Jackie, for sharing with us today. Thank you, everybody, for joining. And I'll see you guys on the next show.
0: Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.